0: Did you know that when it comes to your career, there are things that you are doing that you think are getting you closer to your goals, but they are Actually holding you back. When it comes to your acting career, not all actions are created equal. Some push your acting career ahead, while others keep you running in place. So it's time to learn to tell them apart. I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a story. Many years ago, when I was still in drama school, I was studying at a school that was very famous in Chicago. In fact, the mayor gave the director of the school a key to the city for his contribution to the art. And this director used to also bring in instructors from Rada. I don't want to name him. man is dead and I don't want to speak ill of the dead. He was, he taught us a lot, but he also held us back quite a lot. And the way he did that was by forbidding us to audition. And I think that this might be a problem that goes on still in schools today. They teach you all about acting, the techniques of acting, which is obviously very important, but they teach you nothing about the business of being an actor. And this is equally important, if not more so. I mean, how many times have you watched a movie or a TV series and seen an actor who you don't think is all that talented and wondered, How did they get that part? I can tell you it's probably because they're really good at the business of acting, not necessarily all that talented. There is a myth in this business that talent plus hard work and good luck equals success. And I am here to bust that myth. So back to my story. We were forbidden from auditioning. And this was a four-year-long program. We were forbidden from auditioning the entire time, even in our last year. And we were so brainwashed by this that we thought anybody who wasn't following this school's was an idiot, that they were ruining their career. And that was the whole thought behind not letting us audition. His reasoning was, if we went out there, we would blow our auditions and destroy our chances of ever working again in the acting industry anywhere, which was, of course, ridiculous. Basically, he was like the wizard, you know, behind a curtain, pulling all these levers and distracting us from our yellow brick road with, you know, a poppy field of comfort. And the comfort were all of the scene study classes and the theater productions that we would put on once or twice a year. So why do I say Yellow Brick Road and Poppy Field? Well, I am a huge fan of The Wizard of Oz, I have to admit. Love this film, love all of its metaphors, but let me explain exactly what i mean yellow brick road actions are the ones that are going to take you somewhere they keep you moving in a forward momentum these are actions like submitting to agents and managers reaching out to industry people in your network with a definite ask applying to casting calls auditioning cold outreach to industry people with the intention of building relationships poppy field actions on the other hand are comforting They make you feel good and lull you into believing that you're actually doing the work you need to do to make things happen in your career. These are actions that we're all guilty of. These are actions like taking workshops and classes, meditating, journaling, yoga, reading scripts, watching Netflix for research been there done that of course these are important for your overall well-being but they're not going to give you forward momentum they're not going to get you a job they're only going to keep you busy so that you feel like you're doing everything you can to succeed they play into the mindset that all you need in this business is a lucky break and that getting that break is not in your control but if you're doing yellow brick road actions then you're going with the mindset that you are the one who's going to make things happen these are results oriented actions. And I get why they're harder to do. Because you actually have to extend yourself beyond your comfort zone. And they could lead to a no. I mean, let's face it, many of these actions will lead to a no. But so what? A no on the yellow brick road is a lot closer to your goal than anything else. And I mean, honestly, is meditating going to get you closer to your goals? I don't think so. By the way, if you're finding any of this information useful, do me a favor and hit that like button and subscribe. There's lots more information like this, where this came from, and it really does make a difference in the algorithms and in getting the word out there. I put a lot of work into these videos, so it would really help me out if you would do that. Now, back to the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) Let's get real. I want you to take stock of all the things that you're doing for your career. You know what? Why don't you go get a piece of paper and a pencil right now, divide that paper into two two columns. On the one side, write yellow brick road, and on the other side, write poppy field. And now, based on all the things that I mentioned before, fill in the columns according to how you think they fit. If you're taking workshops and classes, that obviously goes into the poppy field column. If you are auditioning a lot that goes into the yellow brick road column and so on and so forth and i bet that when you finish adding up all of the things that you've done today in a week this month for your career you will find that the yellow brick road column is a lot shorter than the poppy field column is and what is the one thing that consistently booking actors have in common their yellow brick road actions outweigh their poppy field actions. It's very simple. These people are doing the things that move their career forward. They're not worried so much. Obviously, you must work on your talent. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but you must must put equal attention into the business side of your career. In fact, it should be 80% yellow brick road actions and 20% poppy field actions. Or if you're a really high achiever, make it 90% yellow brick road actions and 10% poppy field actions and see what happens. I mean, I get it. I do, I really do. That field of poppies is awfully inviting and very, very comforting. And most people don't like to go outside of their comfort zone, even if it means they'll never leave it. I'm gonna repeat that because that that just the thought of that gives me chills. If you don't go outside of your comfort zone, you will never leave it. You dream of, you work towards an extraordinary life, but you're not gonna get there by doing ordinary things. It's just not gonna happen that way. I know you are not this way, but the people who let themselves be distracted by a field of poppies delude themselves into thinking that they're doing all the things they need to be doing for their career. But deep down, most people know that it's their fear of failure that's actually holding them back. Because when you're only taking poppy field actions, you can fail softly, then blame your failure on outside circumstances. Whereas if you actually try, then you might actually fail in the real world. And that's friggin' terrifying. I get it. So people stay where it's safe and warm. But growth only happens after you've stretched your limits. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. This is one of my favorite things to say, because the more you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, each time you do that, you know, you are stretching your boundaries. what you are uncomfortable with these are they become new challenges let's say put it like that so when you're stretching the limits of your comfort what is outside of those limits today will be inside of those limits tomorrow it's my son is right now looking for a new job and he initially found it terrifying to reach out to the companies where he wanted to work and start making those contacts and just you know trying to get appointments with people. And it's basically what we do as well. And now that he's been doing it for just a, even a couple of days, and I talked to him about it and he's like, oh yeah, it's it's fine, I feel fine with it now. Where he was literally so scared to get started doing that, it took him a month and a half before he made his first phone call. But once he did it, it's no big deal. He realized, hey, okay, so what? If they, if they have time for me, and most people, if you approach it in the right manner, will have time for you. And if they don't, they don't. So I'm not saying it won't be scary. I'm saying do it anyway. That's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to hear a no, but you have to learn not to take the no's personally. Instead, just take them as a no for now. You've knocked on a door and now they know your face. Maybe they'll invite you in for coffee next time. When you're doing yellow brick road actions, you are one step closer. Okay, I'm gonna tell you another little story. There was a director who I'd been talking to a few years back and I may have even auditioned for her. I don't even remember anymore. But while I was doing my research, I was doing research, I admit it. I was looking on IMDb for, for uh, films that had just gone into pre-production and I saw her name attached to a film. And I was like, oh, I know her. And I immediately sat down and wrote her an email. And then I told her I'd be in Berlin the, in a couple of days from, from what it was, which I had no plans until I saw her name there to be in Berlin, which I knew was where she lived, and asked her if she would meet me for a coffee, which she did, and we had a very nice talk and get together and she told me about her film and i told her what i had been up to and of course she knows i'm an actor and she knows i'm interested and she did tell me about her film but i never asked her to cast me in the film i never even asked her for an audition i just expressed that i liked the premise of it that i thought it was very interesting i asked about different characters and the one that i thought that i might be good for was the one where you know i asked a lot of questions about it and was expressing ideas and feelings where i thought that maybe she could see that i could relate to this character anyway long story short a couple weeks later i got an audition and a couple weeks after that i got the role And I would never have gotten it if I hadn't actually reached out, if I hadn't actually done a yellow brick road action. So not to say that you should never do poppy field actions. As I said before, keep the 80-20 rule. But if you are doing the research, knowledge is power, right? But it is only power if you take action. Knowledge without action, It's just knowledge. You might as well be a book on somebody's shelf. The thing is you need to give people the chance to say yes. And then you need to move on. You know, just like with an audition, you can't pin all your hopes and dreams on one audition. You have to do it. You have to show up to it. You have to have a good time. You have to give it your all. And then the best thing you can do is forget about it. Move on. Next, if something comes of it, fantastic. If not, I hope you had a good time auditioning. This is what we do. This is our job. Our job is to show up and act. Whether we are being asked to audition or we are getting paid for it, our job is still to show up and act. And the world is filled with opportunities if you know how to look for them. And okay, I'm gonna come in with another Wizard of Oz metaphor, but just like Dorothy, the power is in you. You just have to believe in it. If you're looking for a clear plan of action that will empower you to get to your goals faster, I offer a coaching that can help. Make an appointment to chat and let's see if you're a good fit for my program. In the meantime, if you're looking for another video to watch, then check out this one here on how small goals can lead to big results. Until next time, you stay your bold and beautiful self. Bye-bye.